nothing seems complete I stand up and I'm searching For the better part of me Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in for this week's Women to Watch. My name is Susan Rocco, and every week I sit down with a wonderful woman in the Philadelphia area who shares her story uh, about what it is she's doing with her business um, and a little bit about her background. Um, we're here each week on 1180 WFYL. And if you're listening, I would love to hear from you. Um, if you have any feedback on the show, or if you would like information on how to come on and be a guest on the show, um, feel free to call me at 215-313-5561 or email me at srocco233 at gmail. Um, this week in the studio, we're going to have uh, we're going to have some fun, and it's perfect timing for after the holidays. Happy New Year, by the way, to everybody. Um, Christine Gallagher, creator and president of Red Hot Fitness, is with me in the studio today, and she has a great new, um, exciting fitness program that is um, becoming really popular in the Philadelphia area. So let's welcome Christine to the studio. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you for having me today. We're going to talk um, a little bit about Christine, the first half of the show, as we always do, and find out uh, about her background and and uh, where you grew up and things like that. So tell me, I know I know you're a local girl. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me where you uh, where you grew up and where you went to school? Yes, I went. I uh, grew up in Drexel Hill, so right in the Delaware County area, and I went to high school at Upper Darby High School. And to college at Temple University. So I am a a local girl and um, danced for Temple University um, as well. And, you know, it's interesting to me, you uh, when I read your bio, you actually majored in communications and journalism at Temple. And um, how was it that you went from that and got your interest in dance? Well, I've always had a deep interest in dance. I started dancing when I was four four years old. I think that every little kid takes a dance class, but I continued on taking dance through high school and competed nationally and also danced, um, like I said, for Temple University competitively. And um, I think that's where, uh, even though I went to school for something different, the passion for dance and for fitness as well, because I taught fitness at Temple University as well, um, was always there underlying, like when I, after college, you know, I think a lot of kids go to college for one thing and then have a quarter life crisis and decide, I want to do something a little bit different. And uh, I think that my passion for dance and fitness was always there. So even as a child? Yes. When you were young? And um, tell me a little bit about your family, your family background. Do you have siblings? Yes, I'm a middle child. So okay. I have an older sister and a younger sister, all still in the area. And um, both have kids. So I'm an aunt to a few nieces and nephews. And uh, my parents are still in the area, very happily married. And uh, and uh, we just actually spent the holidays all together. Oh, that's nice. Now, were your sisters dancers as well? Uh, yes, both my sisters took dance. Uh, my older sister danced. We actually did a lot of competitions together, my older sister and I. So we danced together up until I think around high school. She developed a little s- different interest than dance. And um, my younger sister, I think, probably took dance for a few years, but had other interests, piano, swimming, uh, as other as kids have different interests. Uh, but I was the one in the family that had a, an interest in dance long term. Okay. Um, I always like to ask my guests um, about some of their prior jobs when they're younger and what they might have learned from that. So um, maybe during high school or after high school, what was your very first job? Well, one of my first jobs um, was teach was in a gym teaching uh, fitness classes. I actually went to get a job at this gym because at my dance studio uh, over the summer, one of the girls I danced with uh, got really slim over the summer. And as in, in the dance world, you can never be thin enough. 
So unfortunately, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So when we got back to the dance studio in September, we were like, what did you do this summer? You look fantastic. So she told us she started working out at a gym in addition to just taking dance classes because we would take about four to six hours of dance a day. But um, so I wanted to get a membership at this gym, but my parents were already spending a ton of money on tuition for dance. So I got a job at just working the desk at the gym. And I remember the first day I was there, they said to me, um, okay, watch this class. You're a dancer. Watch this class. Tomorrow you'll teach it. And that's how I started teaching group exercise. Wow. It was a very long time ago before uh, liability and uh, certifications all came into play. But um, it was I very was just interesting. Gonna ask, had, how were you able to do that without some kind of They wouldn't of get ex- away with that today. No. <laughs> right. It, it is. It's become much more, um, you do need to be certified yes. in all the areas. I was going to ask you about that. So tell me about, you taught that first class and what did that do for you when you were done? Well, it was interesting because coming from a dance world, um, you dance full out for maybe two minutes, maybe three minutes, and then you're done. So you're putting all of your energy into every single movement that you're doing. So I had never taken a fitness class before, and I thought, well, I'm in shape. I'm a dancer. I dance hours every day. And when I taught this first class, again, I never took the class. I just watched it and memorized all the movement. So when I got up to teach the class, I got about five minutes into it and was exhausted and thought, how do people do this for an hour? Well, over time, I learned that you um, you go a little bit slower, you pace yourself, you don't go full out, you don't act like it's a three minute performance when you're doing a 60 minute workout. Right. So that was the interesting thing that I learned just on that first workout. Um, But I found that it was a lot of fun. It was just a different way of of dancing, like I love dancing and, and to get paid for it was just amazing. Yeah. And it it really is a form of exercise, which is, you know, what a great thing because it's fun it's fun to do that as opposed to you know repetitive um you know motions or so when you tell me what you were your thoughts were when um you decided you were going to go to temple and and study journalism what were your aspirations well my aspirations were to be a broadcast journalist and what was interesting is i had spent a great deal of my life performing but never speaking Dance is just a visual, you you don't need to speak when you're dancing. I wasn't in theater. Um, I just danced competitively. But when I got to to college, I took my first actual communications class, my first broadcasting class, and I froze. I, I, I just could not handle the pressure of the camera was on, the teleprompter. And this is what I thought in my head I wanted to do. I wanted to be uh, Jane Pauley. And it just was not going to happen with the anxiety <laughs> that I felt. I thought this is not, this is not my dream anymore. Right. So I decided to go into the writing aspect. So I uh, did like news writing and magazine writing um, as opposed to working in front of the camera. Okay. And then, um, so you're in school and you're, you're finding that you do have this passion for dance and fitness And um, I'm wondering, was there somebody that you spoke to that kind of gave you that push to say, you know, Christine, you can take this to the next level and actually start a business with it? Well, not that long ago. Um, And the interesting thing as a young person wanting to pursue a career in dance, it's actually you get a lot more people encouraging you not to pursue that field because it's so competitive it's not very lucrative and there's a lot of rejection. So you need to have a very, very thick skin. And I think at a young age, I knew that although I love dancing, um, I didn't have that kind of thick skin that could handle the kind of rejection that goes along with pursuing a, a career in dance. Um, that being said, I think at a young age, I, I, I thought, well, maybe I want to open up a dance studio someday. In the back of my mind, I looked at the dance teachers that I had, the studios that I went to, and I thought, this could be something that I want to do um, if the journalism doesn't work out. It was always a plan B in my head. Okay. Um, It wasn't until I got really immersed in the fitness industry that I decided that my real passion lied in the fitness and dance world, a combination of those two, as opposed to just dance instruction. Tell me about some of the certifications you had to, to get to do that. 
Well, it's interesting. Like I said the, in the beginning, when I started out about 20 years ago, there weren't really any certifications. There were very few and far between and really no gym, especially some of the um, smaller gyms um, didn't really require much of anything. But over the years, the industry has completely evolved to almost having more certifications than the industry may need. There's a lot of different certifications out there, whether it be primary group exercise, and then in addition to just the general group exercise certifications that I hold, there's so many specialty formats. Like my format is a dance-based fitness class. There's everything from uh, spinning to weightlifting to kickboxing, jump rope. I mean, there's a ton of different certifications and every different specialty you can imagine that's out there. And I think over the years, I've kind of explored all those because of the fact that you have to mar be marketable. So if you work for a gym, you can't just have one or two certifications. You want to be able to teach a lot of different classes. And, you know, I was just going to ask you about how you, there are so, the, the industry's exploding and huge and you know as a country we're learning more and more about how important it is to be fit and and exercise and um with all the competition in the area for all the different centers how do you kind of make yourself stand out um from the rest of the programs H how did you go about getting your your name out there because I know that you've had some exposure um you know you've been uh, you received an award I think from mainline uh, magazine for one yes, of the best for new, best new fitness trends. Right, yes. right. So how did you go about doing that? Well, I, it kind of evolved because I had been in program management for um, gyms and for most recently a nonprofit and being in charge of departments to bring on some new programs and to stay cutting edge. I, I you know, was able to do that. I was able to get certified in lots of different programs and see what was what, what programs were really um, in it for the long haul and the, those programs that maybe were just kind of a flash in the pan, they were just trendy. I mean, we all remember um, the sliding boards where we would glide back and forth, slide aerobics. That was a, a trend that kind of came and went. I and, never uh, even knew about that one. <laughs> for those of I you think out about there. The step. The step, the yeah, step, step. Has, the step has lasted, um, not, it still has a, a, a niche following, but it's lasted in a lot of ways because we use it for a lot of different purposes as well, this, the bench itself. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of different programs out there and some have, have, a have a legitimate program that will last for a long time and others just can't last. They may be, they may last for a short period of time. And I think what I learned being on the program management side is knowing what people want as well as instructors because it's the instructors that are buying into these programs and that are having to learn the programs and that will eventually implement the programs. So as a program manager, um, I was able to see it from that side. And then when I decided that, you know, that particular position in program management, I'd worked in the gym setting for a number of years, number d a different variety of jobs. Um, when I decided to leave that and create my own program, it was based on the, f the research that I had done and the feedback that I was getting from participants in my classes and from the instructors that wanted my advice and my choreography over the years. Um, so tell me the difference between your program and is it Zumba? Isn't that another dance everybody, program? Yeah, everybody knows what Zumba is. It's yeah. a household name. It is. Well, Zumba is a uh, very popular fitness program. Um, and it is a Latin-based fitness program. That's one big difference. Oh, um, I didn't realize it fell into one category like that. Well, they use Latin and world music, but it was originally created um, as a Latin-based workout. They do use a lot of world music, including some American music. Um, my program, the big difference between in that category is we use majority American music because uh, our audience is an American American based. But we also have a lot of other differences in the program in that we teach instructors how to verbally cue. In a Zumba class, people will generally um, just follow the leader. That's the, the design of the program and it makes it very simple for instructors and it's uh it's very popular for people to just kind of get into the music and um dance along with the instructor whereas with red hot dance fitness the goal of my program was 
was to make it easy to follow. And one of the ways that I think people follow very well is through verbal cueing, not just through visual. Yes. Yes. And so we use a combination of different cueing and different layering techniques. So our instructors are trained to be able to teach to multi-levels and then also to be able to have that um, layer of choreography for those that are advanced. Now, I have a dance background. So when I was going into some of these dance-based formats, I was finding, oh, I was getting a little bit bored. And I knew that there was a lot of people out there just like me that danced growing up that may not want to go to a professional dance studio and take a dance class, but want to feel like they're getting a dance workout or they want to feel like they're Beyonce or J-Lo yeah, and why not and, and get their groove <laughs> <For> on one hour <laughs> exactly but to find that mi- middle ground where it's um still doable for the beginner but still has some level of of, of um complicated choreography for the advanced dancer so that's where our ours differs we do have a lot more choreography in our program um as opposed to some other formats that are out there. Okay. You know, I think that's great. Um, just thinking about some of the classes that I've taken and, um, you know, if you're not a dancer by, by, you know, with training, um, to have those verbal cues, I think is probably really helpful. It is very helpful. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about you danced with, um, while you were at Temple, you danced with the Diamond... The Diamond Gems. Yes. yes. What was that? What did you dance? Did that take you all over the country? Uh, yes, we did travel. We competed nationally. Um, we danced at Temple football games and Temple basketball games. I was actually there for the opening of what was originally the Apollo and now the Leacora Center. So that was um, a lot of fun to be a part of that. And... Um, we dance competitively with the national, with NDA. So we would compete against other universities and colleges um, at the national level each year. Okay. And that wasn't that long ago. I'm looking at you. You look very young. <laughs> well, it was in the 90s. <laughs> in the 90s. In the 90s. That's not that long ago. Um, so I, tell, I would love to know um, if when you were looking to start the business, and I ask this question a lot, um, simply for women that are listening, um, to know that they can kind of start their own business. Um, it's more than just being able to dance and, and having a passion for fitness. Um, you really need to have some um, knowledge and, and help with setting up a business, the financials and, you know, all of that good stuff. Who did you look to to help you with that? Was there somebody that, you know, um, was supportive in in making this more of a lucrative business as opposed to just a you know, a hobby. Oh, absolutely. I, I think that um, you really hit it on the head that you can be the best at what you do um, in your particular business, whether it be like with me, dance and fitness or wherever your passion lies. But the business side is where you have to really kind of do research and and connect with different people. Right. Um, one person in particular, she was someone that was uh, coming to my classes uh, Carrie Connick, who she owns Brandscape Atelier, and they are a branding company. They um, they did my website design, her company, but connecting with her was one of the first steps to um, actually making it a legitimate business. Because I think a lot of people have a passion for something and have something in their head, and they know that it could be a legitimate business, but it's hard to take that first step, especially when your expertise is just in what you know, as opposed to the business side of it. Yes. So Carrie has, uh, is a entrepreneur and she helps other entrepreneurs as well. So she led me on the right path, connected me to some important people, um, and, and has been an integral part of the success of Red Hot Dance Fitness, not just in the beginning, but even now, um, with the, with our website and with, um, our marketing going forward as well. Right. You do, you need that ongoing support, Absolutely. I think, especially with the social media, which is, it's so wonderful because you're, you're able to connect with so many people, um, at one time. Um, how do you manage your day? How do you, um, you know, get the classes in, you're an instructor, you're dancing, you're, you know, keeping your business going, how do you handle that on a day-to-day? Well, time management is very important. Anyone that is, um, has started or is, is doing their own business knows that it's a one-man show, so you need 
you almost need seven of yourself in right. order to complete the day. Because you never let it go out of your mind. Absolutely. So my workday never ends. Um, there's no such thing as vacations. And I think that also stems from the fact that when you're passionate about something, it's always on your mind. But it really just depends on the day. Um, I try to teach um, a few classes a week to the uh, to, to my students, to my groups at, at the different gyms that I teach at. Um, but I also have to get a lot of administrative work done. Right. I also have to do promotions and marketing and calls to different gyms uh, that I'm doing teacher trainings at. Um, so, and I, and I like to teach to a, a variety of different students. So certain days I teach in the morning, I may have a morning class. And then that afternoon I spend the day um, doing my office work. And then sometimes I get up right in the morning, get my workout in at the gym and then go into my office and teach class at night. Um, some days I'll spend all afternoon in the studio doing choreography or um, videotaping some um, choreography for the instructors. And then a lot on the weekends is when I spend all of my time doing teacher training. So at least once a month, I'm doing a teacher training. And if it's out of town, um, I'm away the whole weekend. So again, this is a like seven day a week job. Right. But it's something Morning, that- Morning, noon, and night. Exactly. But when it's your own, it's, it's wonderful. You want to do it. Absolutely. Now, the instructors, the instructors that you mentioned, do they work for you? Or do they kind of come in and, and uh, use your studio and they're Well, the instructors that are certified through Red Hot Dance Fitness, they attend a teacher training and they can go and teach wherever they want. I have instructors that work for a variety of different gyms, for YMCAs. Um, some own their own dance studios and have... Um, decided to have group fitness classes in conjunction with their studio dance classes, which is a great idea while the kids are dancing, the parents can be exercising. Um, so they all work independently, but they are they come to me for their certification as well as ongoing choreography and continuing education. Okay, and, and where is your studio? Well, I teach at a variety of studios in the area. My home, where I mainly teach, is at Mainline Health and Fitness in Bryn Mawr. I teach a few classes a week there, but then I also teach um, in Center City at Sweat Fitness, and then um, a new studio is opening up in the Devon area that I'll be starting to teach at in March. Okay, so, so you take your program all over. Absolutely. Which is great. It makes it more accessible for people. Um, before we hit the break, I noticed a little something on your left hand. <laughs> um, a little bird told me that you were engaged recently. I wonder if you might want to say a few words about that. Oh, yes. I uh, recently got engaged uh, the eve of Christmas Eve. Um, I, my boyfriend uh, decided to ask me to marry him, which was it was a surprise, but not a surprise. Yeah. I'm not sure uh, how to, you know, it's obviously not a surprise, surprise. You know, you have these <laughs> conversations. You liked him. Yes, You've been we, with him for some time. <laughs> but it was, um, it was a very, very nice surprise. So. And how did he do it? Was it uh, on a mountaintop or was no, it intimately no, no, no. at home? Very, very private. He's a very private person. And uh, it was very special between the two of us. So, um, you know, it was... Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't ask any more questions. <laughs> but congratulations. Thank That's you wonderful. very much. And a great time of year. Um, we're going to take a little break for our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to get back into Red Hot Fitness and find out all about it. From Willow Grove to Westchester, Pottstown to Philadelphia, it's News Talk 1180 WFYL. At Bluebell Physical Therapy, our goal is to get you back in the game, back to work, and back to your normal way of life. Our highly respected team provides preventative and rehabilitation services from everyday physical and occupational therapy to post-operative rehab of your knees, shoulders, or spine. Bluebell Physical Therapy focuses on achieving each patient's maximum level of recovery. Bluebell Physical Therapy, the treatment you need for the therapist you trust. Are you a wise woman? If so, attend a free Wise Woman Workshop focusing exclusively on the financial challenges women of all ages face today. Today is the day to secure your financial independence. The workshop is free. The information is priceless. The only cost to you is your time. So register today at www dot wisewomenworkshop.com or call 
267-699-9700. Again, that number is 267-699-9700. Mention Women to Watch and receive a free workbook. To find a workshop in your area, go to www.wisewomenworkshop.com. Is your online store cluttering your house and garage with your product? Does it require you to spend all your free time shipping packages, leaving you no time to work with new customers or develop new marketing initiatives? Now is the time to free up your space and time and let ABC Fulfillment provide you with cost-effective warehousing, order processing, and shipping for your products. Our 20,000-square-foot warehouse is conveniently located in Ambler, PA. ABC Fulfillment is a 100% woman-owned and operated business and has helped many small and mid-sized businesses solve their warehousing and order processing problems. We pride ourselves on our attention to detail as well as our excellent customer service. When you call us, you will always speak with someone who can help you solve your problem and not be asked to leave a message. Our personal touch and expertise separates us from the rest. Last year, we shipped over 150,000 packages for our customers, including order processing and shipping for the Jill Steals and Deals segment of the Today Show, saving our customers both time and money. If you would like to spend more time finding new products to sell, reaching new customers, and marketing your products, now is the time to call ABC Fulfillment. Please call 215-628-3154 and ask for Eileen or Lisa to help you get started. Want your home to look great for company from out of town, moving to a new place, or just want the satisfaction of a clean, healthy home? Whatever your reason, everybody needs to clean. So why not choose the line of cleaning tools that makes your task easier? Quickie is your one-stop cleaning solution with everything you need to get the job done right. Whether you're cleaning one room or the whole house, Quickie has the right tool for you. It doesn't matter if you prefer a more traditional mop and bucket or if you'd like to save time with a new Quickie spray mop. Quickie has everything you need to get the job done. Founded in Philadelphia 60 years ago, Quickie's commitment to quality and value have helped it grow into the number one cleaning tool company in America. It's Quickie and it's clean. Look for Quickie products at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, ShopRite, and other fine retailers near you. News Talk 1180-WFYL, streaming live at 1180-WFYL.com. Okay, we are back with um, Christine Gallagher, creator and president of Red Hot Fitness, and we're talking all about dance and and exercise today, which is great. And... um, Christine just told us she got engaged over the holidays, so we're very happy for her with that. Um, this is Women to Watch on 1180 WFYL, and my name is Susan Rocco. And um, Christine, let's, um, we're going to get into really what it is um, that, your, that your business does and your program offers and all the specifics. Um, I, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about how you reach out to, to clients. How do you get your... Um, your clients to come and and join the program? Well, I primarily work with gyms and fitness instructors. Um, I obviously teach the classes myself and I have participants that I promote the class to, but my primary focus is on um, reaching out to different facilities that would like to add a new program to their schedule. Uh, If they're looking for instructors or if they're looking for their instructors to be trained in a new program, they're looking for just something new. A lot of times um, the group fitness directors are um, looking for something new to bring to their participants. And um, my program is a good way for them to bring something new without it costing the gym any money. Um, They can host the training at their facility and their instructors can not only get certified in the program and have a new program to teach, but the instructors that are on their, um, that are on their staff can get continuing education credits that they need in order to stay an instructor as well. Okay. And I didn't ask you this. Do you teach all ages, children, adults, and? Yes, we don't have a kids program. Um, I would say that probably half of the 
half of the material that we use in our in our regular class would be considered a little inappropriate for certain oh. ages. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> we might maybe, need a new program for we, the kids. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think that if you look at the music that's out on the radio today, a lot of it is inappropriate for kids. And and um, I wouldn't feel comfortable promoting a program that would, uh, you know, be inappropriate for kids. Yeah. So we'd, we, it might be something that we do in the future. Right. Um, but I'd say we have a couple instructors that are teachers to, to young kids. They're not only group fitness instructors, but they're teachers. And they've taken the songs that they feel that are appropriate because there's plenty of songs. We use a lot of songs from Glee that are very kid friendly. Right. But again, some of the movement, some, some of the songs from Beyonce and I mean, they're a little yeah. risque yeah. Right. in the songs. And so the movement matches the song. Yeah. So we don't really need any uh, 10 year olds um, shaking their booties yeah. like Beyonce. <laughs> right. It might be a great thing though, down the road because the I think yeah. dance is so fun. Exactly. So d- when we want to get kids moving and that would be a great way to do it. Absolutely. Um, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about, you know, um, you mentioned that there's three things that really encompasses the whole program and it's, it's nutrition, it's fitness, but it's also your mental well-being. I think that's a huge part of what you do. Um, it's not just getting people in shape, but it's making people feel better emotionally. Um, talk to me about that emotional aspect and, and, um, how you work it into the program and how valuable you feel it is. Oh, absolutely. We, we actually are just launching our nutrition program in the next couple months. Um, and with that, I think just, we, we've just launched, uh, in January, our 30 days, 30 ways, um, in 30 days to a healthier you. So rather than just focusing on the physical aspect of fitness, um, a lot of times people, um, make excuses and, and feel a certain way and then that makes them not want to exercise. So we try to approach it from a holistic standpoint, from an overall state of well-being, as opposed to just working out. Um, if you think about it, you could work out, you know, an hour or two every day, but if you spend the rest of the day eating whatever you want, mathematically, you're just not going to come to a, right. to a, to a break even with calories. So, right. So we try to approach it from a standpoint of not just diets. We know that diets don't work. Um, and and actually, I mean, I've struggled with weight my whole life. Um, I'm shorter. And as a dancer, you know, the girls were tall and lean. So right. um, I think that over the course of my lifetime, I've realized that, you know, um, with every experience in your life, whether you get a promotion let's go out to dinner, let's celebrate. Or you, someone dumps you. You want that <laughs> pint of Haagen-Dazs just <laughs> sitting on the couch. So with every life experience, whether it be high or low, especially with women, we tend to turn to food as a way to um, celebrate or cope. So um, we're trying to take a, an approach to help people to take a, take a little different look at at how we're dealing with our own life and and how we feel about ourselves and um and create a a healthy lifestyle as opposed to just trying to lose five pounds or trying to get into this dress or 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 something that's that's not lifelong right and not only that i think you know that that when you when you are in a routine of eating healthy and exercising sometimes i think the term workout is too negative. We shouldn't say workout. I think people run away from that, but exercising and nutrition, and then you do feel better emotionally. Um, it allows you, you know, when you, you're having a celebratory time, like you said, or, or a downtime, you're going to feel more apt to do something that's good for you to celebrate as opposed to just sitting down and chomping on, you know, something that's not. Absolutely. Um, talk about, um, your goals for, for Red Hot Fitness for 2013. What is it that you're looking to do differently this year as opposed to last year? Well, this year is exciting for us because we're going national. So over the course of the last um, year and a half, when we first launched, uh, we've done a number of teacher trainings, but they've all been in the Philadelphia area. We've done some in New Jersey, Philadelphia, suburbs, and um, now uh, we're moving nationally. So our first training is actually in a couple weeks in Missoula, Montana. Um, in addition to our Missoula training, 
Um, we're branching out to Seattle and to Washington and some other locations in Montana. So we're covering the Northwest. Um, we also have in the second quarter of the year looking to go to Chicago, Boston and Florida, as well as Texas. And we're open to many other cities across the country, but that's where we're kind of leaning towards in the second quarter as well as um, in the final parts of 2013. So it's really exciting to bring the program on a national level and not Absolutely. just be a local company. Yes. Now, will that take you all around the country to be, you know, teaching the instructors to do the program? At first, yes, I'll be the one doing the majority of the teacher trainings. But um, as you can imagine, I'm one person and I can't be in several cities on the same day. So as we start to grow, um, we are looking for um, trainers that are going to implement the teacher trainings um, across the country, not just in the Philadelphia area, but be ambassadors in their area. Um, we're looking first at the Montana area because that's where we're heading to um, at the end of this month. But we'll be looking to looking for instructors that are already certified as well as those that are just have the skill set to be able to be a teacher trainer. And information about that is on the website too. Okay. So do you have DVDs and videos to follow the program? We're actually filming our first DVD in February. So next Great. month um, we're in the final stages of the preparation for the production of that. DVD and that's a consumer DVD so for those that are home and can't make it out to the gym maybe they don't have a gym membership or maybe they're in an area that doesn't have Red Hot Dance Fitness outside of the Philadelphia area um, they could purchase the DVD and we're actually doing a pre-sale on that um, in the next couple of weeks. Okay great um, let's talk about the, cl the class the classes that you offer and what exactly happens in those classes what what uh, what takes place when someone comes in for their first red hot dance experience well there's no I always tell people there's no right or wrong way to move it's all just within themselves um obviously we don't want anyone to get hurt and we want people to get a workout so the instructors are there to give guidelines on how to be have an effective workout and how to get more out of it and again how to not get hurt how to be safe and and effective at the same time so the instructors teach a warm-up we do a um an active warm-up where you just kind of get the body moving um and we do some isolations in the warm-up really loosen up through the shoulders and the hips and the chest and kind of set the tone for the whole workout um as the workout goes on you we raise the heart rate up and for most of the participants in the class, they don't even realize they're working so hard because they just really get um, involved in the music. Right. The, the movement and the music just go, go together and they just let loose and just have fun. And before they know it, 55 minutes have gone by. They've gotten a, an amazing cardiovascular workout. They've um, strutted their stuff and really just kind of let loose and... Um, express themselves in a way that they may have not been able to do in a, just a general fitness class. And then we obviously like cool down and stretch and people just feel liberated when they leave. I actually had one of the gym owners uh, comment that um, I'm saving a lot of marriages with this oh. class because <laughs> the women are just on fire when they leave the class. So are there men and women in the class? We together? actually do get men in classes. We have uh, we have an instructor that's a male, Ramiro. He's fabulous. And then we also get guys in classes. Uh, I have a couple that takes the class together at Mainline Health and Fitness. Um, and then I have a, a, just a guy that, that comes in, uh, several men that just come and take the class. I think we've had at one time three or four guys in the class, and that's pretty big numbers for a, 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 a female let like a it, female dominated right. class. I think that'll probably expand as well. I don't see why that, can, you know, that your program can't be something that men do. Yes. A lot of men feel uncomfortable dancing, especially without the influence of alcohol maybe, but, um, <laughs> they, uh, it is something that, um, is very doable. If, if, if you enjoy dancing, if you don't enjoy dancing, it may not be for you, but if you really enjoy movement and music, the classes uh, winner for you. Yeah. Now, are there different levels? So, for instance, I've never done the class. If I were to come for the first time, is it going to be the same program as somebody who's been doing it for 
Well, our classes change every single week. We provide instructors with a new choreograph routine every week that they can implement in the class. So you kind of get a taste of something new every week. So if you're someone that's coming for, you know, two years and you've been taking the class every single Monday, you're not going to get bored because there's always something new and fresh. Okay, that's good. But if you're brand new to the class, it's not as if um, everyone in the class knows every single move. You get a lot of people that come and go. Um... They come for a week and don't come the next week, and they're fine in the class. Um, we don't build from week to week. We build one class. So if you've come for the first time, um, you'll be able to follow all the movements because the same instruction is given, and all the layers are put there. So if you want to just do the basic moves, you just stick with the basic moves. And then as the more advanced people in the class or people that have been taking the class for a while or that are more advanced with choreography, they can... Sp- add on the extra layers and you'll notice sometimes in classes um the people that do take the class a lot they just jump right into the advanced movement and that's fine right it's designed to be um a class for all levels right and you kind of you know you work it where you are as long as you're moving exactly you you know you don't have to be doing those specific steps Exactly. exactly like i said we there isn't really a right away to shake your hips or to do certain steps Um, As long as you're moving, you're getting a workout. Right. I think I read, I don't know if this is your tagline, but I loved it. Perspire to greatness. Oh, no, I hadn't heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's somewhere in information. Yeah, I think uh, maybe you were quoting somebody else, but I think it's a great great way to um, think about working out. Absolutely. Um, Talk to me a little bit about the Be Well Boot Camp um, that Philly Magazine Uh, sponsors I guess is that something that's yearly they started it last year it was an amazing event to be a part of um, targeting specifically women um, and it encompassed not just fitness but nutrition and overall women's health issues so Philadelphia magazine joined with United Healthcare and put on this one-day event at Drexel University and for my portion, um, they had a variety of fitness classes throughout the day. So they had some a yoga class, they had a spinning class, a body pump class, um, bar class. And I was asked to teach uh, Red Hot Dance Fitness and was the only um, dance fitness person there at all. So that was really exciting. We had several classes, filled up the gymnasium there, um, got a lot of great feedback and people just had a lot of fun. But to be a part of such a big event that really focused on women's health was was amazing. I mean, like I said, they had nutrition experts, they had cooking demonstrations, they had um, OBGYNs and different health practitioners that were really giving females in the Philadelphia community um, a wealth of information. Right. Is that something you're going to be a part of each year? Hopefully. They are making plans to do this again in in the summer, in June. So hopefully we'll be a part of it again this year. Okay. Um, t- what advice would you have for, for women that might be listening? Um, and again, it can be any industry um, that people are interested in starting their own business. What would be your, your top three bits of advice for having the confidence to, to take that first step? I think the first thing is following your passion. If you're not passionate about something, it'll it'll come through. And the amount of time and work that comes with um, running your own business, you'll you'll definitely burn out if you don't have that underlying fire or passion in your belly to to drive you to get up every morning and to put the hours in and put the energy in. So passion would absolutely be number one. Um, second is is research. I don't I. I cannot express enough how important it is to not only research um, what you want to do, but know your competition, know what's out there, know what you bring to the table that's different. That's different, right. And and know that there's a need for you in the marketplace. You could have the best idea in the world, but if there's not a need for it, then it's it's, it's just not going to work. So doing that research is really important. And and with that research, doing the research in all the other aspects of, of business that you may not know anything about. Uh, I can't tell you how much research I've done in, in the business side, in like we were talking about social media, doing research in, in marketing, doing research in advertising, doing research in, in, in 
in taxes and and all these little things that you may not have an expertise in just doing the research and connecting with the right people and knowing there's resources out there. Um, and finally, I think that um, one of the best things to do is find a mentor. Right. Um, if you can find someone in your industry that can mentor um, and other industries, like we spoke about the fact that you may not know a lot about marketing and, and or you may not know a lot about uh, HR, but if you can connect with the right people, the people mm -hmm. that are experts in their field, then having that mentor is really helpful. I've gained a lot from being mentored by Carrie Connick with Brandscape, and I have a great mentor in the fitness industry, um, Shannon Fable from Sunshine Fitness Resources. She's out in Colorado, and her company uh, does a lot of work building, uh, helping to... Um, give guidance to um, fitness professionals and small businesses in the fitness field. So again, having the, those mentors has been vital in, you know, not making the same mistakes that other people have made and then learning from them and, and putting your best foot forward. You know, we hear that every week. I've, I've heard that from every guest that I've had on the show. And I think it's important for women to know there's numbers of networking groups out there and women are so supportive uh, they seem to be very eager to help each other and we can't be good at everything you know so like you said you I think that's what makes being an entrepreneur so interesting you learn so many different things other than what it is you're experienced in because you're forced as you said to to research all these other um, parts of running a business Yes. And I think you have to have that quality that you're open to learning and that right. you want to learn. Because right. If you think you know it all, um, you, you're you're just you're done before yeah. you even start. Right. That's so very true. Um, you've you've actually received um, a number of awards. And I'm wondering if there was anyone in particular that um, meant a lot to you. Um, well, they all they all mean a great deal because um any kind of recognition for what you think, um, what your passion is and what you, what you feel like you were put on this earth to do means a lot. Um, I think being recognized by mainline health, um, a mainline today magazine for, mm -hmm. um, being the best new fitness trend was an amazing thing because it was, it happened right around the anniversary of starting the business and to be recognized in that way that it's not just, you know, we're a great workout, but it's something um, that that in in this year they felt that we were the best. It new validates program. what exactly. you're doing. Yeah, that is a great it was thing. A very special thing. That kind of gives you a boost to you know for the for the next thing and what you're going to do next. Exactly, yeah. and it was all the same. Actually, the um, party that they had was published in the magazine, and they had a, a party for all the winners from their best of magazine and the party was two days before our year anniversary. So that was exciting as well. Like the timing of it right. really brought it all together. So it has only been one year. Well, now it's been a year and a half. Yeah. So. Okay. But you've done, you've accomplished a lot in a year and a half to be going yeah. nationally. Absolutely. And that's a very, you know, in a very short time. Um, let's just talk real quick about how you make use of social media and your business, because that's a huge part of, um, you know, what business owners need to be doing today. What do you do to spread the word um, as far as Facebook and, and maybe LinkedIn and, and your website? I think with social media, there's a lot of people that resist it. And then there's a lot of people that use it um, in a way that's not really benefiting them at all. I, I've, taken a lot, I've taken a lot of uh, workshops and courses on using social media. And this is, again, where you just never stop learning it, it, this is not social media is not my field, but I need to know how to use social media because that's where um, instructors are. That's where participants are. And for me, what I've learned, and this is always changing social media. There's always a new, I think I read something yesterday that there's a few new platforms that are coming out in the in this next year and I just want to shake my head and just say no just right. I just conquered I just the other this. yeah I know I, I just feel the same way out. yeah um, exactly but you're never going to figure it out because no, there's always right. going to be something that's new. right so what I've learned is with social media with Facebook in particular um because that's where we spend a lot of our time um focused in Facebook and through LinkedIn but through Facebook um 
I think the main thing is engagement and um, it's a way to communicate with um, your participants, with other instructors, with anyone, if you whatever business that you're in, it's a good way for you to get instant feedback. Um, so I think that engagement is the big thing. And, um, and, you know, using the website as a way as your as your source of information that if people want to find out where to find a class, or if they want to find out uh, when classes are or uh, products, and they'll, they'll go to the website for that information. Um, I think Carrie and her team at Brandscape have done a phenomenal job with the look and feel of the website. And um, that's definitely something that I've had to outsource. Uh, I can learn Facebook on my own, but definitely I'm not writing my own HTML for the website. So that's, that's <laughs> been beneficial through her. And then through LinkedIn, um, just that's for me personally as a fitness professional, uh, reaching out to the different gyms and to d- the different um professional organizations and certifying groups and um, just having all that information uh, current and and um, on LinkedIn is is important as a as a professional in any field you'd want to have that completely updated right to stay connected I think that's a great tip I think that's so very true so you know the website should be informational Mm -hmm. and Facebook should be as you said engaging so that you know you're keeping it fresh and, and LinkedIn is a place to stay connected with other professionals. I think that you put that in a very simple way to understand. Absolutely. That's terrific. Um, we are out of time. I, I wish we had more time. I could talk to you all day. Um, but I, I'm so appreciative of your coming in. And I would love for you to give your contact information before the show ends so that people who are listening can get in touch with you. Absolutely. So you can find me at redhotdancefitness.com. And then through Facebook, Red Hot Dance Fitness, LLC. And through Twitter, it's Red Hot Dance Fit. Okay. Thanks so much, Christine. Thank you for having me. All right. That's it, everybody, for this week of Women to Watch on 1180 WFYL. And and please do um, get in touch with me if you have any questions uh, for either myself or any of my guests. And you can do so by calling me at 215 313 Five five six one, or email me at srocco233 at gmail. Thanks, gang. Have a great week. Yes, I am. Yes, she is. Still when I'm a mess, I still put on a vest, but then it's so much as, oh, yes, I'm a superwoman. i uh-huh.